My name is Barbara Clifford and I have an unstoppable passion to create order out of chaos. I'm on a mission to help managers, business owners and CEOs to unclutter the chaos and break free from the shackles of overwhelm so that they wake each day inspired and motivated to work in peak performance and live on purpose. During these solo podcasts, I lift the lid on my journey to minimize stress and maximize time. I will share with you the mistakes, the celebrations, the joys that come from helping busy people just like you to increase your productivity and your impact in the world around you, to go from chaos to calm, from stress to strength. If you are new to supervision or leadership, One of the most important things that you will need to develop, but it will take time, is trust. Trust is one of those things that can encompass a whole range of things. Trust is one of those things that typically takes time to build, but can be unraveled very, very quickly. So I'm going to share with you a few ideas of things that you can do to maintain trust, to build trust, and to look out for. Now, one of the things that's really important in order for trust to exist in the team is a space to be able to speak freely, to speak safely, to be able to speak up about things. A common term around this is the term psychological safety. People need to be able to feel safe emotionally, mentally, spiritually, I guess, that they can speak up around things that are happening for them in the workplace. If they don't feel comfortable, if they object to the way things are being done, if they feel that things are misaligned, whatever it is, a space to be able to create a little bit of tension or conflict in the workplace, but in a healthy way and a way that is safe to do so. And It also means that psychological safety is also feeling safe to be able to put your hand up, is to be able to put your hand up and say, I'm not doing well, I'm not, I'm feeling overwhelmed, or I'm not sure how to do this, or I'm at capacity, or I just don't have the skills to be able to do this work and feel safe to be able to do that and not be criticized or punished or reprimanded for doing so. And if I can, if, if I feel safe to do that, if I can trust you to do that as my leader, it also means you can trust your team, that they're not going to say they're going to do something if they can't, if that it's, if it's beyond their capacity, they don't have time or if they don't have skills. You want to be able to trust your team so you can leave them to do things and know things will be done to a standard or a time frame that works for you. This is really important so that you don't micromanage your team. Nothing will erode trust more than, than micromanagement. So if you can find ways to delegate to your team and have feedback and information come back to you in a way that works for you, then that's going to build really, really strong trust between the both of you, both your team and yourself, uh, but both ways you'll build trust and rapport with each other. 
One of the things that you need to do in order to build trust, both you and your team, is follow through on your word. If you say you're going to do something, then you have to do it. You have to follow through on that. I heard a great saying that's really popular in the US, which is show the receipts. So that means if I'm going to go out and purchase something, I've got to prove that I've actually purchased it by showing the receipts. And it's a term that they use to be able to say, if you're going to say that you're do, you're going to do something, show that you've done it. Show that you've followed through and committed to that, that you followed through on your word. As a leader, it is fundamental that you are clear on the vision and the direction. If you waver from that, if you go off track or off course, it's hard for people to stay motivated and inspired to take action. It's really hard to follow somebody if they don't know which direction they're going. So it's really important that you are clear on the vision of the organization, of the project, that you are strategic and there are clear milestones and stops along the way that you're all working towards common goals essentially. Also, any leader needs to be consistent. Now, if you're a parent, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's what I can remember when raising my children and reading all the books about parenting, the common lesson for parents was be consistent. It's when you're inconsistent that it creates disruption and challenging behavior with your children. So it's not dissimilar in the workplace. If you want things to not unravel, then it's important that there is consistency in the way that you work, the way that you show up, the way that you advise people. And if you're not consistent, then you're not walking the talk. You're not leading by example if you are inconsistent in the way you communicate, the way you direct. I can remember having a, a manager that I worked with and we'd be it's like walking around on eggshells because you didn't know if sometimes this manager would be really friendly and okay and sometimes they'd just fly off the handle and you could never trust your to be emotionally safe with that person in the workplace. What the other thing that's really important for to build trust is creating space for safe conflict. And as I mentioned before, a space where people are safe to, to raise objection or challenge things. You want to create a place for healthy debate. And that can be easier said than done sometimes. But think about what mechanisms you have in place for people to be able to approach things communicate about it, collaborate and come to a decision. Essentially, creating space for negotiation. It's not always going to be a win-win situation, but if people are competing for resources like time or equipment or things like that, then or space, then you need to have open communication and safe conflict, safe tensions that can ultimately come to a resolution. Having healthy conflict means that there does need to be a resolution and also be able to call it for what it is. Saying, oh, it looks like we've got a bit of disagreement here about these things. Let's sit down and talk about it. But whatever it is, you need a process to be able to create healthy conflict. It's really important that you don't allow behaviours to gradually slip and evolve so that you have cliques or posses or gangs or little clusters that form within your team. It's important that there's this, this ebb and flow of relationships and people can shift and move around within those relationships. 
the, as soon as there becomes a tribal hierarchy, then we start to get into dangerous territory. And this is where you can find that people will start to gossip or there's intentional exclusion, which starts to move into a very risky space, into the bullying and harassment space. So it's something to be very mindful of. Make sure that you don't fall into that trap. Don't be seen doing those things and creating an inclusive team. So when you have solid trust within your team, you can trust someone's skills. You can trust that they can do the job and they can trust you that they will be safe with you as the leader. So they want to be able to speak up when they need to, let you know when they're ill-equipped to perform, whether it's skills, um, time or confidence and for you to be able to trust that they will do the work that you've asked them to do. So, uh, and that goes also for you as a leader to be able to openly, honest, honestly communicate when you don't have the skills, when you don't have the answers, when you're not performing at your best or you've let somebody down. Showing your vulnerability as a leader is important as well, but also coming up with the solutions to rectify it. And maybe it's seeking advice from your team if they've got expertise in something that you're struggling with. I'd love to hear from you your thoughts on how you build trust. When has your trust been betrayed within the workplace? When do you feel like your trust was lost? When do you feel like trust hasn't worked for you within the workplace? Or when have you felt that you were really entrusted and valued within the workplace? And when did you trust the person that was leading you? I'd really love to hear your thoughts and comments. Thank you for listening to the Busy Working Women podcast. If you want to know more, head over to Facebook and search for our group, Busy Working Women Owning Their Lives. Join over 3,000 women from all over the world taking control of their busy lives to feel less overwhelmed and more in control. If you want to connect with me personally, visit timetamer.com.au and access a whole bunch of free resources. I can't wait to connect with you. Remember, be kind to yourself and take time for yourself.